Hello lovelies, I'm so excited to be here with you today because today we're diving into comfort food and who doesn't love to do that? Sometimes we need to feed our soul rather than our body. Sometimes we just need something sweet and creamy or salty. Sometimes we need something chocolatey or that food that takes us right back to when we were young, to that safe place where the world was full of wonder. Sometimes our emotional health needs to take precedent over our physical health. Today I'm going to give you the tools you need to transform your favourite comfort foods into blessing-filled superfoods that will provide health and wellness to your body as well as your soul. By defining what your comfort food is, looking at the food addictions that may be in play and how to deal with them, and giving you ingredient swaps and recipe hacks that will transform your comfort food. In episode 17, we looked at what we eat and why we eat it, and the effect it has on our body, mind and emotions. And in the notes, I provided a link to the Good Way Food Tracker. I hope you downloaded that tracker because it will help you get the most out of this episode. If you haven't, I want you to pause me right now Go to episode 17 and listen to that and then download the free food tracker. Then come on back and finish this episode. Welcome to The Good Way with Jenna Jandro, integrative nutrition health coach, master herbalist and essential oil specialist. I'm Jenna Jandro. I'm a Bible-loving, food-loving, totally sold-out-for-God Christian woman, serving God in my church and community with everything that I am and helping others to do the same. You know you're called to serve God in a unique way, but feel pulled in so many directions and can't seem to find the time and energy to focus on what God is calling you to. I'm here to help you take back control of your health and wellness, to find the energy and focus that you need to achieve the things that God has put in your heart through biblical nutrition, intentional living and building right relationships. If you're ready to move from just surviving to thriving, then grab your green smoothie and come walk with me along the good way. Comfort food means something different to all of us. It can be personal, familial and cultural. But one thing it usually is for all of us is high calorie, high fat, high sugar and or high salt. But let's face it, life would be pretty miserable without it. And this can be a source of conflict, anxiety or guilt for those of us who are trying to eat for blessing and benefit, who are looking to lose weight or take control of our emotional eating. I have several types of food that are comfort food to me. And the desire for each is triggered by something different. Fresh warm bread with butter is like dessert for me. It makes me feel warm and cared for and loved and almost always invokes an image of sitting by the fire with my father. If I'm feeling sick, especially with a cold or flu, which thankfully I rarely get these days, what I want more than anything else is spaghetti bolognese. Because when my mum made that for me, when I was sick as a child, I always felt better. In the two or three days leading up to the beginning of my hormonal cycle, I crave candy, or lollies as they're called in Australia, chocolate and red meat, cooked rare. 
if I'm feeling really stressed or emotionally fatigued, I want anything sweet and creamy. So ice cream, cake or chocolate eclairs and profiteroles, all those foods satisfy a need in me, either emotional or physical. I know that when I'm craving sweet, creamy foods, that I need to do something else to de-stress and unwind. I know that if I'm craving warm, crusty bread with butter, that it's time to connect, to spend time with someone I love, even if it's one of my fur babies. I know that if I'm craving spaghetti bolognese, that I'm probably starting to feel under the weather and I need to drink plenty of fluids and start using my doTERRA On Guard essential oil blend and increase my intake of antioxidant-rich foods. I know that when I'm craving sweets, chocolate and red meat, my body is telling me that it needs iron, along with some other essential minerals. And I know how I can provide iron and these other minerals to my body without eating what I'm craving. Let's be real, I don't always do it. There are times when I give in to the cravings. I do so mindfully, choosing in the moment to let my body lead, and that's okay. As long as it's not more than about once a month, I'm okay with that. I'm eating for blessing and benefit 90% of the time. I can allow myself to eat for comfort or for just sheer pleasure the other 10%. Now, it's your turn. It's time to dig in and ask yourself the question, what are my comfort foods and what are they telling me? In my coaching sessions, this is one of the things that we will go through together. I can help you to work out what need your comfort foods are meeting for you and discuss alternatives that will meet that need without your eating getting off track or out of balance. For today, what I can do is go through some of the known food cravings and what they may be caused by. But first, I want to look at 2 Corinthians 1, 3 through 4. Here it says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in trouble with the comfort with which we also are comforted by God. Comfort foods are meeting a need in us, emotionally or physically or spiritually sometimes. And we need to ask ourselves, what is the source of our comfort? If we are eating food as a source of comfort on a regular basis every day, then we need to look at this question because we could be in a position, if we're doing this, that we are actually putting food before the face of God, which, according to the scripture, means that we've made it an idol, and this is sin. So food can become sin to us if it is something that we turn to for comfort constantly instead of going to God. And there's a really important reason why God wants us to receive our comfort from him. It's because whatever we are comforted by, it is that that we will comfort others with. And we see it all the time. In families where there is disharmony or imbalance, that very often food becomes the comfort. Food becomes the thing that they feed 
themselves with emotionally and it's become something that they pass on to their children and their children's children. So this is where comfort food can become very familial. It's so important for us to ask these questions. What are my comfort foods and what are they telling me? Because if when you do this, your comfort food is telling you that you need to be coming into the presence of God and spending time with him and receiving that comfort from him instead of the food, then you need to take serious stock. I can give you all sorts of practical tips to swap out ingredients in your comfort foods, to turn those comfort foods into something good and healthy. But if your comfort food has become an idol to you, then that's a whole other matter that we need to address first. So, this, take a deep breath. Breathe in, breathe out, because this is not an easy thing to do. We're really good at deflecting. We're really good at attempting to address issues and then finding ourselves doing other things like scrolling through our Facebook feed or or distracting ourselves with something else. So I want you to take the time to sit and be quiet before the Lord, to still yourself in his presence. It says in scripture over and over again, be still and know that I am God and bring these things before him. Let yourself become aware of your comfort foods in the moment. What is this comfort food? What is the need that I am meeting through eating this food? And should I be meeting this need through God and his presence, his love, his word, his spirit at work within me? Once you've done that, then let's move on to these practical tips of what we can do to change these foods up. Our ultimate goal in everything that we do should be to be eating more and more of the blessing-filled first foods that God gave us to eat. Those foods that carry his blessing and that were created for our benefit, physically and emotionally and spiritually. So here are some swaps that you can do. Dairy. You can change out your dairy products for non-dairy. Nut milks are a great alternative. There are some fantastic nut-based cheeses that you can use. I've provided you with a cheesy sauce recipe that is completely dairy-free. It's just delicious to use to make mac and cheese or for putting on tacos or for nacho cheese. It's delicious. It's creamy but it has no dairy in it. You can make it with um, cashew nuts, which gives you a really rich, creamy one. Or if you're wanting a low-fat alternative to that, you can make it with chickpeas, which tastes just as delicious, but has a much lower fat content. You can use cooked lentils in place of ground beef in recipes. This is a really simple swap that you can do um, to make a plant a meal that you really enjoy, turn it into a plant-based meal. You can start by just adding a few lentils and then slowly build it up until it's all lentils, or you can just go whole hog with that one. 
I find with that, when I make my uh, lentil lasagna or a bolognese, most people aren't even aware that they're eating a plant-based meal when they have that one. And they'll come back for seconds and thirds on both the cheesy sauce, you know, the mac and cheese with the cheesy sauce or the, the lentil products. Parmesan cheese, you can swap out that for nutritional yeast. It sounds weird, but it actually works and it tastes delicious. If you want to reduce the amount of flour or processed flour products you're using, swap out tortillas or flatbreads with lettuce. You can use nice big crispy lettuce leaves and use them as wraps instead of your tortillas or flatbreads. Uh, you can swap pasta with zoodles, which if you do them right, are super delicious and fresh and you don't get that gluggy, heavy feel once you've finished eating. Swap your milk chocolate for dark. If you don't like dark chocolate, I feel really sorry for you because it is so delicious, but it's so f fulfilling. It doesn't have the dairy and the, the high sugar content that your milk chocolate does. Change up your butter for a really good vegan butter. I have some super recipes for that. Or change your butter and mayo out for just avocado, fresh avocado mashed up. Fresh avocado used to be known as midshipman's butter because the officers on the ships way back when would get the real butter. Everybody else would have lard, but midshipmen would have avocado that they would use. If you're really an ice cream fan, go for a plant-based ice cream or just make yourself some nice cream. Super delicious, really satisfies that, that hankering for the sweet creamy, but it's so much healthier for you. If you're wanting to remove uh, or reduce the amount of sugar that you're having, in your cooking for a healthier alternative to a white processed white sugar go for an organic one that has a few minerals in it like a brown sugar or a, a, a um, raw sugar that has the minerals in it that are going to do your body some good or completely remove the sugar and add some dates in there you will need to process the dates through with your liquid so that then they're in a form that can be mixed in well but they are super rich with nutrients, vitamins, minerals, and electrolytes. You can swap out fresh veggie slices for the fatty, salty chips that you would normally use. Sweet potato slices, zucchini slices are really good. Or you can get kale and make your own kale chips. There's recipe, lots of recipes out there on the internet to do that. So you've got this wonderful, healthy, uh, alternative that gives you the crunch, that gives you the little bit of the salty savouriness that you want in, in chips, but is going to be much healthier for you. The next thing we want to look at is food addictions and how to deal with them. Now, the reason why fast food, junk food is so popular and has become basically a staple in Western societies is because they are full of fat, sugar and salt. These three are very addictive and put them together, they are even more so. But the worst culprit of all is sugar. Refined white sugar is super addictive. This is more addictive than crack cocaine. So that's why when we start, have been eating a lot of it, we crave it and it becomes really, really hard to give it up. So I'm going to go through some things that you can do just to help you overcome 
the things that you are addicted to, whatever those foods may be. And there's some really, really simple things that we can do. First thing is really simple. Brush your teeth after each meal. If you've eaten something really sweet and sugary, or if you've eaten something that is very high fat and high salt, just brush your teeth after each meal. Every night before you go to bed, use a tongue scraper. If you haven't got one, go out and get one. They're not expensive. You can find them on the internet. Stainless steel is probably the best because it's going to be healthier for you. Use a tongue scraper every night before you go to bed. That removes the residue of the foods you've eaten throughout the day from your tongue and therefore you're not having that craving in the morning to eat the foods that you'd been eating in the previous day. Drink water. I can't emphasize this enough. Water is so important for us, for our hydration, for proper function of our bodies. We are made up of a huge percent. I think it's 80% of our body is made up of water. But water has this wonderful benefit in that it flushes things through our system. So if we're trying to change the way we eat, if we're trying to reduce the amount of food in our system that are addictive, then drinking plenty of water will help to flush those things through our system to get our body back into a place of balance. So drinking plenty of water. If you are craving something, the other thing is, you know, ask yourself, am I really hungry or am I actually thirsty? So if you have a food craving, drink water first. Have a couple of glasses of water. If you're still hungry after that, then you know that you are hungry and you can ask yourself, well, what am I hungry for and why am I hungry for it? But start by drinking some water. If it's really hot and you're wanting to do the same thing and you want that, that crunch, just that you need to satisfy that crunch, try eating ice cubes. Sounds weird, I know, but it can make a huge difference. You're getting the water into your system, you're helping to hydrate, you're helping to flush things through your system, but it's also giving you that sense of crunch, which is something that we often need. The other thing is when you're trying to change up, you're putting in these, these alternative foods, if you're wanting to reduce the amount of sugary, sugary things you're eating and you're used to drinking grape juice and you're wanting to just eat some grapes instead, just continue to do that. If you continue to add in your alternatives, eating fruit instead of eating sweets, eating fresh fruit instead of juices, changing up the way you're sweetening things and using dates instead of sugar. Continue to do this and continue to add more and more of your alternative foods so that you crowd out the stuff that isn't so good for you. I'm not saying stop things or straight away go cold turkey because that very rarely works. That just makes us feel miserable and we give up and we go back to eating the way we did. So as you're making these changes, do them a bit at a time, a little at a time, so that you're slowly crowding out the things that aren't so good for you and building new habits and new ways that your taste buds work. Slowly, your taste buds get used to less refined sugars, less refined flours, non-dairy products, not eating as much meat. Slowly you get used to that and your body adapts until that becomes the thing that you crave and that becomes the thing that you want to eat rather than the 
unhealthy alternative. In episode 18, we talked about how to choose blessing as you choose the food you eat. And I provided three easy, delicious, superfood rich comfort food meal recipes, plus a bonus guilt-free dessert recipe in the notes for that episode. So if you haven't already listened to episode 18, make sure that you go and check it out and check out the recipes. I've also included some more recipes in the notes for this episode. So again, have a look at them, give them a try. You may just find that in there, there's an alternative recipe for one of your comfort foods. So your homework for today is to dig deep, to work out what your comfort foods are and what they are telling you and bring those things before the Lord. Spend time in his presence for he is the God of all comfort and he wants us to comfort others with his comfort also, not with comfort foods. Now, this isn't always easy, as I said before. We can be really good at avoiding looking too closely at things. We deflect and distract ourselves and realize that even though we intended to look closely at what our comfort foods are and what they're trying to tell us, we end up scrolling through our Facebook feed instead or suddenly realizing that the project we haven't looked at for weeks is now urgently calling our name. If you're finding it difficult to go through this process on your own, then let's walk through the process together. Click the link in the notes for the coaching interest form. Fill it out and I'll reach out to you to arrange a free one-on-one coaching session where we'll determine what your health and wellness needs are and what your goals are and how I can best help you to achieve them. If this podcast has blessed or encouraged you in any way, then I'd love to hear from you. You can subscribe to this podcast, write a review and share this episode with anyone you think will also be blessed by it. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it in your social media story. And don't forget to tag me. I'd love to support you in your journey. You can come join me in the Goodway Community Facebook group or click the link to let me know if you're interested in one-on-one coaching. And you can help keep the Goodway on the air by going to www.patreon.com forward slash the underscore good underscore way. All the links are in the notes for this episode. And remember, it's a journey. You only have to take one step at a time.